You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1003 of Hillbilly Shorts. What up, y'all? Tracy, I, I like these little uh, odd places that we can find. And the one I want to tell you about today is called Old Leather's Place. It's in um, 1460 Beach Boulevard in Mississippi. Okay. That's like one of those commercials where they give you the full address on stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, let's go down to Bob's Car Lot at 1274 North Chevrolet <laughs> Street. I mean, just, it kills me how they do that. Well, I mean, you got to know where to go. I know, but people don't talk like that. If they're going to make it a commercial where people are supposed to be talking, then they should make it sound natural and then somehow throw the address in at the end of the commercial or something and not try to make it like they're, say, that talking. Fine. I'm just saying, I just can't imagine us saying, hey, Tracy, I'd like to go down to Walmart at 1227 Greylag Road. I don't know if that's the real address or not. <laughs> You're it's, close. It's Greylag Road. But I don't know. <laughs> it's Greylag White. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, get it right. Either way. <laughs> anyway, so the house isn't there anymore, but it used to sit at 1460 <laughs> Beach Boulevard, Mississippi City. And this is one of these places that if you talk paranormal in Mississippi, this place will usually come up. So, the ghosts seen nearby have always been, though, a robed woman walking on the beach. And, usually, there is, like, piano music. Well, that's nice. That just kind of comes from out of nowhere. Heck yeah. Take a little stroll by the beach with the piano playing and the waves crashing. I'm down. That's right. So, who is this woman? Well, there's at least four different candidates who it might have been in real life. All right, so let's give a couple of facts about the house, at least what I do know. The house was built in 1845 by a doctor by the name of William Balfour, and he built it as a wedding present for his daughter when she married Dr. Horace Blackman. That was about the last nice thing that happened to Miss Horace Blackman. Oh. <laughs> her life was filled with tragedy. Both her father and her husband died when she was still pretty young, leaving her with two children to raise all on her own. Her husband and her father died? Yes. Oh. In later years, her son was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison. Oh, good grief. And then she used nearly her entire fortune on lawyers in unsuccessful attempts to defend him against the charges. So within a short time, her newlywed daughter then died unexpectedly. So she lost her dad, her husband... Her son went to jail for life. She lost all of her money defending him, and her other child died right after getting married. It's just, why should some one person have such bad luck? I know it. In her last years, Miss Blackman lived alone and penniless in the once beautiful Grand Mansion. A friend found her seriously ill one day back in 1888, and then she died a short time later. Aww. You'll probably hear Freddie in the background. He's very distressed He's over the story. He's very upset, yeah. So the first reports of any kind of mysterious robed figure walking on the beach near the house came not too long after Miss Blackman passed away. The piano music could be heard during the sightings, and Miss Blackman was an accomplished amateur pianist, so it made sense. Mm -hmm. In the 1890s, a ship captain bought the Blackman house for his wife. Now, he often docked at the nearby Pitcher's Point, in this way, his wife could kind of watch for his ship as he came back from the long voyages mm -hmm. right there from the house. Late one night, though, when the captain was long past when he should have been back from a very hazardous voyage, she suddenly ran from the house crying. 
She said, I can hear him calling me. She plunged into the waves of the ocean. Her body washed ashore the next morning. So I don't know what she was hearing, but something happened. The captain had been lost in the storm. So he didn't return either. So now it says the robed woman in the water might be the captain's wife. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps it's one of these two other former occupants. There's a sweet young lady who was shot by her former lover as she was sitting at the piano in the front room. Again, with the piano yeah. music, that would make sense. The man had actually crept under an open window and shot her through the heart. Now, they don't have any kind of names for either one of these people, either her or her husband. So that could just be a story. Who knows? Or maybe it's the young mother who, along with her child, contracted leprosy while they lived in the old house. She played the piano to pass the long, lonely days until her arms fell off. I made that up. Oh, good grief. (laughs) They kind of kept the the fact that they both had leprosy a secret, so nobody knew. There was an uh, elderly servant that would kind of look after both of them, and the servant buried them in the backyard when they both finally passed away. So it's possible that a yellow fever epidemic kind of swept through the Gulf Coast in 1897 might be connected with the house's bad reputation. A story kind of made the rounds that a family with yellow fever lived in that East Beach address, so it's understandable that the place was to be avoided. People just would go by there because obviously they got yellow fever. You ain't trying to catch it. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Strangely enough, though, the name of which the house came to be known, Leather's Place, had nothing to do with the ghost legend. The name came from James Leathers. He was a prominent Gulf, Gulfport attorney, and uh, he bought the house in 1906. And through all the decades, despite all the rumors of ghostly music and pale strolling women with robes and stuff on, Leathers Place survived until 1968. That's when a fire destroyed the house and presumably all the ghosts. Because I don't think anything was seen after that. No kidding. So how about that for a story? Dang, that's a lot of terrible things that happened. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine going through something like that? I mean, I can't imagine any of that. With losing all your relatives or having yellow fever or your arms falling off from leprosy. (laughs) No, that's really terrible. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode, and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories, or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.